It's now time for the Rural News with Sally Winley. Kia ora, Sally. Primary industry exporters aren't getting ready to take advantage of the EU free trade deal. Kia ora, yes. A year after it was agreed to, the deal was officially signed in Brussels overnight. It's a big change for our primary industry exporters. Eventually, 97% of current exports to the EU will be duty-free, with more than 91% of tariffs removed the day the deal comes into effect. There will be immediate tariff elimination for all kiwi fruit, wine, onions, apples, manuka honey and manufactured goods, as well as for almost all fish and seafood and other horticultural products. Zespri's Head of Global Public Affairs, Michael Fox, says the deal is extremely valuable for horticulture. Yeah, the deal's really commercially meaningful for kiwifruit growers, so we sell about a billion dollars of fruit here a year and we we're paying 40-odd million in tariffs, so you know that removal does allow us to grow the market faster, allows us to get more kiwifruit to consumers here and obviously take more value back to New Zealand. And I have to say, you know, that's at a time that it's really welcome because growers are under pressure for all of the reasons we've been reading about. Villa Maria's European market manager, Vincent Lensveld, says it will help the company with its goal to double wine sales in Europe over the next 10 years. So it will simplify a customs procedure, so that's one. And then, of course, it will uh, remove tariffs on, uh, on imported wines, which is also good. And if you uh, look at other wine-producing countries like South Africa and Chile, they already have a uh, free trade agreement since 2000 and 2003. So it gives us the same uh, competitive advantages now as other wine-producing countries. But it's just a start because we also have to create more awareness for New Zealand as a wine-producing country. Because if you look at the consumers here in Europe, only 26% of the wine consumers know that New Zealand is a country region. Mr Lensveld says that will be the biggest challenge, making New Zealand's wine stand out in Europe, which produces so much of its own. The market, uh, market is flooded by wines from France, Italy, Spain, you now being sold at a lower price point, you know, because here New Zealand wine is maybe eight euros, you know, eight to ten euros on the, on the shelves, and you can already buy a bottle of wine here for two euros in the market, so it's... Uh, but of course, there's still a market for it, and uh, people learn more about wines. They will drink more premium wines, uh, quality over uh, quantity, so that's becoming uh, uh, yeah, more popular, and we also benefit of that. However, the meat industry is disappointed about the deal, which will only see a small increase in the quota for New Zealand beef into the EU. But Ivan Elabout from Ansco Europe says it still presents some opportunities. We will get more access. Uh, we would have liked a lot more, uh, that's for sure. Definitely for the beef, for the lamb, we are well placed in Europe. Uh, but for the beef, we would have liked a better access. Uh, but OK, I think we need to be happy with what we get. And uh, I think also knowing what we do now in New Zealand as an industry, if you would have more access to Europe, sometimes I wonder whether we would have the product. Mr Illabout says in Europe there is a push to eat better quality meat, which New Zealand can provide. The first ever female has broken through the grass ceiling and won the FMG Young Farmer of the Year competition. Emma Poole, a 28-year-old dairy farmer from Waikato, took out the top prize on Saturday night after a gruelling competition. She hopes to encourage more young female farmers to aim high absolutely should help and if we look right across there was the junior kids and the, uh, the junior young farmers and the agri kids competing out there at the same time and there was a, a female winner in each of those sections too so 
right across the board we're um you know seeing some change there so it's starting to filter through which is pretty cool but yeah it's um important to to make sure that those juniors keep coming through and um keep filling up the the sector really they're pretty inspiring for us us as older young farmers to see them coming through so yeah just that inspirational messaging from them is pretty cool and also seeing you know we actually do need them to come join the sector and and play a big part in the economy and, and keeping keeping the New Zealand economy afloat so it's it's pretty important really. Emma Poole says a special part of the win was having her brother who won last year's final pass on the winner's gown. Farmers are being reminded to plan ahead for an extended bobby calf season. Federated Farmers says due to the ban on live exports and Fonterra's new requirement that all bobbies must enter the value stream, meaning they can't be killed on farms, it's expected there will be a squeeze on capacity at meat processing plants. It's expected to hit the North Island from mid-July to late August and the South Island from August to September. Farmers should be prepared to hold on to bobby calves for longer, so they might need to invest in additional pens and budget for higher feed costs. Federated Farmers says farmers should keep in touch with their meat processing company to ensure they're not caught out. A group of students from Lincoln University spent last week shoveling silt and repairing fences on Cyclone Hit Hawks Bay farms. The group of 10 from Handy Landies, an agricultural volunteering club, spent time on different properties around the Hastings area. Chairman Sam Beck says it was a full-on week. On Monday, Tuesday, we went to a local orchard um, that had been hit pretty badly. Uh, we met owner there. We just did heaps of odd little jobs for him, um, which include fencing, uh, water blasting his house that had been gutted, and yeah, just helping him out. And then Tuesday afternoon, we went up to a uh, shooting beef farm in the hills and we ripped down a fence that had been smashed by all the slips and whatnot. Yeah, the damage is pretty um, eye opening to see firsthand. I guess we're pretty lucky to be able to go in and have a look at what the, how powerful the water can be. Sam Beck says the group raised money for affected farmers straight after the cyclone, so it was great to get up there to help with some of the physical work. A Waikato catchment group hopes new water monitoring technology will help improve water quality. The government recently allocated nearly $6 million for more than 220 catchment groups across the country as part of the Essential Freshwater Fund. The Mangatangi and Maramarua catchment group, which works with farmers bordering the Whangamarino wetland, received just over $670,000. Its chair, Will Murphy, says it will be used to buy a real-time water quality monitoring system, which can can quickly locate and identify water contaminants and their causes. He says it will be a much better system than the current council testing one. So we've fortunately been able to split our catchment into two halves, so pretty much 100 square kilometres is the Mamarua River and the other 100 is the Mangatangi River. It's new technology. This is on top of the quarterly monitoring. Of course, it, it takes time to build up what is your actual situation. Ultimately, we want to have much better data, which then 
correlates with what data they're getting, but we'll have much more detail. And, and of course, if they're going to impose regulations on us, we, we want to say, well, is there an issue with water quality? For example, the Mangatangi River, just I, this is only on a very short sample, but only done one. It, it's showing that on that date, it was meeting all targets, meeting all the national and regional bottom lines in terms of water quality and the Mamarua is, is, is showing some E. coli and uh, some sediment, which, which, which we knew about and, and obviously now over time we'll build up and, and let's see why and where is it coming from and, or is it a natural phenomenon? We don't know. That was Will Murphy and that's the rural news for today. Koia rā te porongo o te taiwhenua. Kia ora. Kia ora Sally, thank you very much.